I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Ever wondered when you should retire? Have you thought of how much money you need to make before planning your retirement? Do you find planning your retirement a big task? Here are the answers to all your questions. My name is Ashutosh Garg and I am the author of the best-selling book Reinvent, Reboot, Rewire: Managing Retirement in the 21st Century. You are listening to my podcast No Age for Retirement. Not only is this podcast the brainchild of the brand called you, it is also an HT Smartcast original and it is available on htsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let us talk about staying healthy after we retire. Keeping ourselves fit and healthy is important throughout our life. We owe this to ourselves. However, fitness becomes even more important as we get older and as we start to retire. Those who are fit feel better about themselves for a variety of reasons. In turn, this translates into a better self-image and enhanced self-confidence. These qualities have a positive effect in both your personal and professional lives. And for this reason, I would encourage everyone to strongly consider putting together a strong regimen of fitness for themselves. Let's talk of exercise first. Before you get into any kind of an exercise program, make sure you go and talk to your physician who will be able to best advise you what is the right kind of stress level uh, you can push your body to. Starting a vigorous exercise program may not be wise, especially if you have not exercised too much in the rest of your life. Once you have got the approval from your doctor, start setting what I call bite-sized goals. If your objective is to lose 10 kilos, don't go into some incredibly t- difficult kind of exercise regime. Set yourself a target that you will lose only half a kilo per month. The moment you start to set objectives which are achievable, at the end of every month you will feel better and you will suddenly realize that you have started to achieve your goals. By way of example, over the last four years I have lost 16 kilos and that is only following a routine where I said I will not lose them more than half a kilo every month. Make exercise a part of your daily life. Try to get 30 minutes of aerobic exercises five times a week. You do not necessarily have to go to the gym to work out to achieve your fitness goal. A morning walk is something that is extremely good, but if you're doing it with friends, make sure you don't end your walk with a cup of tea and several biscuits or rusks because that could end up with losing everything that you have Uh, worked for during your workout. Try to spend less time in front of your television and more time outside. Consider purchasing an exercise machine for your house so that you can watch your television 
while you're working out or just simply jo- join a neighborhood gym. These machines can be great investments and I know several people who use them a lot but I also know a lot of people who've made their exercise machines into expensive towel racks. So don't buy a machine if your intention is really to be able to figure out how to motivate yourself for a few days and then after give that give it up completely. We have the time when we retire. We have the time to take a walk. We have the time to cycle to work. And we also have the time to do things that will get our blood flowing. Walking or cycling can be easy or difficult depending on where you live. But many people can fit it into their routine if they are willing to spend a little time and effort. If you are lucky enough to have a small child or a grandchild in your family, you can schedule time to take them for a walk to the nearby park and you will end up doing enough exercise as you run after them and chase them or play with them. It's a lot of work to keep up with children and you will work up a sweat in no time at all. For a lot of people, doing housework is a painful exercise but given the fact that we are getting less and less domestic help now, work at home needs to be done. And working at home is a great way to burn off excess calories. Vacuuming the house, washing the dishes, washing the clothes, putting the clothes out to dry from the washing machine will get you a lot of exercise and it is much better to move around in the house than to become a couch potato in front of your television. If you have access to a gym, work out for 45 minutes a day, as often as you can. You also need to do light weights and remember as we all get older it is necessary to do light weights to keep our muscles uh, strong because strong muscles will continue to be good as we get much older. What is most important is to follow a routine and that routine must be followed consistently. There is no point in exercising at a crazy pace for 5 days in a week and then giving up for the next 25 days. Starting exercising and putting it off, starting it and putting it off is not what I would call regular exercise. Doctors believe that working out for six days a week could add up to two years of your life. There are many little things that we can do to change our level of fitness. The moment we start to think about fitness every day, we will begin to see the results. As we come out of our working life, we would have gone through incredible amounts of stress throughout our working life and when we retire this is the time when we are supposed to reduce the stress level that we have. Retirement is a time when we are older and wiser and have many answers to our life's questions. But I see a lot of retirees are stressed because of a multitude of reasons. With aging come new concerns such as managing the increased time we have trying to figure out how to cope with your spouse, figuring out what to do with your health, making sure that your money does not run out in retirement and managing, most importantly, the stresses of your children. In addition, of course, there is a general sense of loss, loss of colleagues, loss of your own self-esteem because you're not working any longer. Based on discussions with several doctors, I have listed down a few points that could help us in managing stress. Of course, if the problem is acute, it is necessary for us to get professional help and that too a doctor will be able to guide us appropriately. We need to be able to identify the cause of our stress, write it down, find a solution to put our mind at ease, discuss this with our friends, 
and see how they are coping with their stresses. Find a story that inspires us. Take some time to read and make notes of our learnings. Then see how we can handle our own stress. Learn to meditate. Practice deep breathing until we find ourselves becoming calm. It is easier to do this when we think about the things in life we are most thankful for. Switch to a regular routine. If you enjoy spending time in a mall browsing, do that. Malls always offer something new and different. You can simply enjoy the ambience, the shops and the interesting people who walk by. Be purposeful about taking care of yourself. Enjoy some time outdoors to lift your mood and refresh your spirit. You must learn to let go. You must release your stress. Remember, you were never in control anyway. The third area that we must be conscious of is that we must have regular medical checkups. I've often met friends who refuse to get medical tests done and when I ask them why are you not getting your medical checkup done, they come up with the most bizarre kind of a reason. Several people have told me, we don't want to know what is wrong inside us and therefore we will not go for a checkup. And I tell them that's absolutely ridiculous because if you don't know what health problems you have, there is no way you will be able to figure out how to fix them. Do you have a lifestyle disease? Do you have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high sugar? Are you diabetic? Are you asthmatic? Do you have any other problems for which you take regular medication? Make sure you know what your health-related issues are. Pull out your old health reports. You must have filed them away carefully. Now is the time to start tabulating them, writing down how your parameters compare with norms, and then understanding your own body, understanding your own challenges is the best way to learn how to manage your own health issues. Your doctor will advise you on what medication you need to take on a regular basis and how often you need to get your tests done. I've also met several people who insist on going for a series of tests every alternate month and I tell them that is not necessary. If you are able to look after the norm which you have, which is to make sure that your own body parameters are managed well based on the test that you do maybe every four months or six months or whatever your doctor prescribes, that is good enough. Don't become a hypochondriac because you just want to believe that if you have more reports, you will feel better. But at the same time, remember that there is a lot of commercialization in today's healthcare. And therefore, be conscious about all the tests that you're being asked to do. If you've done a lipid profile test in one month, you don't need to go for another lipid profile till month four. Doctors may tell you to do it every month, but please be conscious of what each test means and accordingly plan what you need to get done. Be very careful because a lot of these tests are expensive and a lot of these tests are not necessarily covered by medical insurance. Get a complete medical checkup done when you retire. Remember that the only person who can manage your own health in retirement is yourself. So please stay healthy, please stay happy, please stay stress-free, but make sure you do everything based on whatever you wish to do rather than because someone else is asking you to do it.
Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Brand Called You, and never miss any update. For feedback, reach us on at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to more podcasts by The Brand Called You, log on to www.htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazari aise. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.